Hey bakers and welcome to Chili Bakes Gluten-Free. I'm watching the snowfall and I'm, okay, I'm geekily excited about um, the snow. I didn't grow up with snow. I grew up in the coastal part of California and not even the northern part. So we didn't have snow at all. If you saw frost somewhere, you're like, ooh, it's snow. Yeah. Hail was the closest thing we got to snow and we didn't get that very often either. And this is just beautiful big flakes that are going everywhere. So I'm slightly mesmerized, okay, highly mesmerized by the snow outside, but happy December. Um, thank you for joining me in the kitchen again. I'm super excited. We are making a chocolate cake. It's called the perfect chocolate cake for a reason. Uh, the recipe came from McCall's cooking school that in the eighties, we got this beautiful binder. And of course, being a teenager, I was always baking and baking cakes on my Saturday and Friday nights because, well, that's what you do when you're by yourself and you like to bake. So this cake is something I always requested on my birthday. Actually, this and a lemon jello cake, but I'll get to that at some point. And it is moist and has a really nice deep chocolate flavor. It's sweet. It's not oily. It's, oh my gosh, it just has the flavor of a chocolate cake that you want. And it's moist enough that the crumbs stick to your fork. It is beautiful with whipped cream. You can make it without and just make it with the fudgy frosting that comes with it, which is also delicious. I've made it as a sheet cake. Today, I'm making a half recipe of it and making it as cupcakes because honestly, I don't feel like making a three-layer cake with um, whipped cream in the middle and I don't know where my cake pens went. How's that? So we're making it as cupcakes and they're going to be amazing and beautiful and you're going to want this recipe. Seriously, everyone's going to want this recipe. If it's the recipe I want on my birthday and I bake every cake you can think of, you know, you're going to want this chocolate cake recipe. It's it's one of those keepers that you just want to have. And oh my gosh, it's snowing even giant or gianter. Oh gosh, bigger snowflakes. Thank you for joining me. I'm going to run outside seriously as soon as I <laughs> stop recording. Thanks for joining me in the kitchen. Um, you can check me out obviously here on Anchor. You can find me on Instagram at Chili Bakes GF. There's all kinds of bakes on Instagram that don't make it to the podcast because I only do two podcast bakes, uh, I was going to say a week, but that would be a month. So you'll find all kinds of stuff there, plus some savory stuff. Check out my website. You will get many of the podcast, all of the podcast bakes, what am I saying, and bakes from Instagram. Uh, I am trying TikTok, which is a little bit terrifying, but I'm doing it. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun to be in your 50s on TikTok, isn't it? So let's get to baking this amazing cake. I modified it by um, using gluten-free flour, using my sweet rice flour, a little almond flour for texture, adding some applesauce to keep that moisture. And um, my gosh, you're gonna love this cake. Seriously, this is my favorite, favorite, favorite chocolate cake. All right, we're gonna start this cake with cocoa powder. Cocoa powder will give it such a deep, rich, oh gosh, such a great chocolate flavor. Um, yeah, and we're gonna heat it up with some hot water, boiling water. I have a boiling water machine, but if you do not heat up your water first, we're gonna take three quarters of a cup plus two teaspoons of hot water and put it, I put mine in like a large Pyrex and then I'm gonna add half a cup of cocoa powder to it. So that's how we're starting this recipe and then we're gonna stir it together and let it cool. So we're gonna do that first and then we're gonna turn on the oven. All right, in with the water. You want to look and measure level. Look at your liquid measure and make sure you're level with the water line. And then we're adding two tablespoons. So one, 
and two. All right, and then we're gonna add cocoa powder. There are so many cocoa powders on the market now. I just have, I have Hershey's 100% cacao, natural unsweetened cocoa powder, and then they had special dark. That was the only one they had at the store, so I think I'm gonna have to do a mix because I, um, well, they didn't have enough of the regular one, I, but I normally just use regular Hershey's cocoa, which works fit just fine. I can't say it works just fine, but it's it has a lovely chocolate flavor. This hot water, I'm not exactly sure how this works, but somehow the having, having hot water and heating up that cocoa helps the flavor come out more. I really should have researched that. So that was a quarter cup, and here's the other quarter cup. We're gonna do the half a cup of cocoa powder. And then we're just gonna whisk it in here and let it cool. If I had a whisk, here we go. Mm, and you really should smell almost like a really good cook, bleh, cup of cocoa. And this needs to cool. So we're gonna set this aside. All right, let's get the oven on. We're gonna bake it at 350. Can you believe that I'm actually turning on my oven? Me oven? My oven before I need to use it. That really never happens in my podcast. And then I have a muffin tin, and I'm going to use muffin, uh, what am I saying? Muffin cups, liners. I'm not using the big ones. Sometimes when I make, um, these are cupcake liners. What am I saying? There's the muffin liners that are parchment that are tall. I don't want those. I want the one that, that are even with the cupcakes. Get those lined. Why do they always stick together, right? I'm wearing my apron with a snowman on it. I'm very excited because it's snowing. Oh, dang it. It's not snowing now. I was so excited. I've had this apron for years in California, and I've been wearing it. It's my winter apron, but it's never snowing. So I was so excited. I'm like, it's snowing, and there's a snowman. But no, of course not. Okay, they're all lined, and we're going to get to the dry ingredients. We're going to start with our cup for cup. I can't talk today. With cup for cup multi-purpose flour, we're using a cup and a quarter. A cup and a quarter. And you're going to scoop and measure and level it off so we don't pack the amount of flour because we don't want that much flour. It's actually more accurate to weigh flour, but I realize most people don't have a scale. All right, here's the quarter cup going in. All right, there's one and a quarter cups. And then we need almond flour. We're using an eighth of a cup. Um, an eighth of a cup is about two, it's two tablespoons. And we want blanched almond flour. Um, Costco has a great blanched almond flour, but you can find it many places. You want really finely milled almond flour, and I don't want the holes in there. Okay, I think I called them holes, but what I meant was the, um, the skin. The almond skin is too rough. I don't want that. All right, so now the other dry ingredients are sweet rice flour, which I already put in a bowl. I'm using um, half a teaspoon of sweet rice flour. And then we're using baking soda. Baking soda is the one with the lumps that you want to squish in your palm. So what I like to do, because I'm not a sifter, really, I hate sifting, unless I'm making meringues or angel food cake. I don't sift, not meringues, angel food cake. All right, so it's a teaspoon of baking soda. So we're going to scoop an evil, evil, <laughs> level, oh my gosh, a level teaspoon here. And I'll put it in my palm, and then I use the back of my measuring uh, spoon to crush that. And in that goes. So that's one teaspoon of baking soda. 
And I'm going to put that aside because, you know, if I don't, I'll forget I put it in. Because everything looks the same. Baking soda, baking powder, salt. We're using a quarter teaspoon. And in that goes. And half a teaspoon of baking powder. This is the non-lumpy dude. I'm sorry, a quarter teaspoon of baking powder. All right, and that's all the leavening and salt and the special rice flour. And it goes to the flour. And let's make sure that's all of it. Whoa. Okay, so I have multi-purpose flour, cup for cup. I have my almond flour and sweet rice flour, baking soda, salt, and baking powder. And now this just needs a whisk. A nice whisk. And there are our dry ingredients. All right, it's on to the wet ingredients. We're starting with softened butter in a large bowl. And then we're adding sugar. That's half a cup of softened butter and we're doing a cup and a quarter of sugar. And then we're gonna cream this with beaters. I, you do wanna use uh, electric mixer for this. Okay, as you may have guessed from the sound of the beaters trying to make their way through super hard butter, my butter wasn't soft enough. Yeah, sometimes I'm not patient and I forget to take the butter out like that happens to people, right? So since I have no patience, I'm going to put it in the microwave. I do not want melted butter. So I'm going to put it in for about five seconds and see where that gets me. I love living dangerously. Do not walk away from the microwave or you will have melted butter because that's what I do. I think, ooh, I could get a cup of tea. Is this soft yet? Ooh, almost. Seriously, this microwave. I don't know if you have a good microwave or not. I don't. This one's pretty dang powerful and maybe a couple more seconds and it's going to be perfect. Oh yes, soft but not melted. Thank goodness, I didn't walk away. I cannot tell you how many times I thought, well, I'll just heat it up and then I got completely sidetracked, usually by food or a cup of tea. And then I came back and I'd melted the butter. No, and I didn't want it melted. So my butter softened. Now it's gonna mix much better and cream. So I'll get a nice smooth uh, homogeneous mixture of the butter and sugar, and then we'll get to the rest of the wet ingredients. All right, it's in little pieces, but that's just fine. Once you add the egg, it's gonna make a nice creamy mixture. So we're adding two eggs. I'm gonna beat after each egg. You could beat them all together. It really isn't that big of a deal. Actually, I'm gonna beat them in together. What am I saying? You know me, I'm not patient. If you are not good at cracking eggs, I don't suggest cracking them right into the bowl. But if you wanna be daring or possibly pick out eggshells, go right ahead. Did I just drop the largest eggshell ever in there? No. No, okay, I imagine that. I thought I was uh, causing my own doom by talking about the eggshell. And you want this smooth. And we're gonna scrape the sides. We want all the butter lumps out. 
and I'm going to beat it again. All right, so now I'm going to add, why does my beater smell hot? Did I do something weird? I'm going to add vanilla. I'm going to add about a three quarters of a teaspoon of vanilla. I'm just going to eyeball because it's not that important. And two tablespoons or an eighth of a cup of applesauce. Unsweetened is what you want. One, two. And we're going to mix that in as well. Okay, one more scrape. Make sure there's nothing on the bottom there. And I'm going to mix it one more time and then we will be done with the wet ingredients. All right, and there we are. That's the wet ingredients. Okay, so now we're at the combining phase and you're gonna have, you have three bowls. You have the bowl, the largest bowl with your butter and sugar and your applesauce, a little bit of applesauce and vanilla. And then you have your dry ingredient bowl and then you have your bowl, cup, whatever it is with your cocoa mixture. It's cocoa and warm water. So it should, it can be warm. It just shouldn't be hot. So mine is slightly warm. It's cold. It's cold in here. It's winter. It's, it's snowing again. So yay for my snowman. It's snowing guys. Anyway, so we're going to alternate. So we're going to alternate the dry and the wet, adding it to the butter. So we have our mixer in our butter mixture and we're going to start and end with the dry ingredients. And the reason you do this, which I had to look up because I couldn't remember, supposedly it means less mixing to get a smooth batter and also I've heard it hydrates the liquid which in this case is the cocoa powder um, better into the dry. So we're going to start and end with the flour. What I like to do for this because I can't really figure out you know a quarter of what's in there. I just use a mixing, um, no, it's called a measuring uh, cup. So I use something that's about a quarter the size of the flour that's in there. It's a little bit over a cup so I should be using a quarter cup but mine's dirty, so I'm using a third of a cup. But it helps me at least visually sort of measure out a quarter. So we're going to start with the dry ingredients, add it to the butter mixture. Then we're going to add the cocoa mixture in thirds, right? So a third of that. Then we'll go back to the dry, add that mix. So we're adding and mixing between each, starting and ending with the flour. So here goes the flour. About a quarter of the flour goes right into the butter, and we're mixing that in. we're going to stop once it's just mixed and I'm going to scrape down the sides. There we go and make sure there's nothing at the bottom and then we're going to do about a third of the cocoa mixture and it goes. Mix that. We'll stop when it's just mixed. I'm going to keep scraping it down. And we're on to more flour. It may look almost curdly. It's just the water being mixed in with the butter mixture, but it won't look like that at the end. And it'll be fine. So flour, mixing. Scraping. Scraping off, I like to scrape off my rubber spatula on the beaters. 
mix that flour back in. And so a third of the original amount of ish of cocoa powder goes in the mixture. Of course, I see a cocoa slug at the bottom, but it'll be fine. It'll be fine. Mixing. Oh my gosh, the chocolate smell coming off this batter is amazing. It is so yummy. Wow, it is yummy. Mm. Okay, we're back to flour. So we should have one more portion of flour for the very end, and then the last cocoa will go after this. So mixing in the almost the last flour, second to last. So the batter is getting thicker which is good, it's starting to look like cake batter instead of a really runny batter at first. It didn't look right, but now it's looking right, so that's good. Okay, the very last of the cocoa is going in now. And there's some cocoa powder at the bottom. You wanna make sure you scrape that out because that is a lot of cocoa powder. I don't wanna leave behind. This All this cocoa makes the cake so rich. Mm. Okay, and we're mixing. One more scrape. And make sure you scrape the bottom part of the bowl to make sure there's no flour or bits that aren't mixed in. Okay, and then the last of the flour goes in. There we go. We're gonna to scrape too. Of course we'll scrape. And if there's any flour bits, we'll mix those in. Okay, there we go. All right, and now it's just filling the cupcake cups. Okay, so I'm scooping them. I have a big scoop, which makes making cupcakes way easier. You wanna scoop, scoop them about three quarters of the way full. Um, if you want them bigger, you can do it, but you might wanna make sure you grease your, um, your, what am I saying, cupcake pan. Otherwise, they get so big, they stick to the sides of the pan as they go over the cup. Anyway, we're uh, filling them up. Okay, so it made uh, 12 beautifully sized cupcakes, or it filled the cupcakes, um, and I'm putting these in the oven. I'm expecting about 12 to 15 minutes. But I will check them. I will peek at them at 10 minutes, because you know, I'd rather overcheck than overbake every time. Awesome. Yay. Now is the longest wait ever waiting for these amazingly, I was going to say smelly. No, they're so fragrantly chocolate. They're not smelly. That's terrible. <laughs> these amazingly fragrant mm, chocolate muffins, uh, cake, cupcakes. Dang it. I'm going to call them muffins the whole time, aren't I? Cupcake, cupcake, because I don't usually make cupcakes. I love cupcakes, but I forget to make them. So cupcakes. I'm going to keep saying them. cupcakes. Yay. Okay, so while the cupcakes are going, I peaked at 10 minutes. You know, this oven, I don't know. I've lived here a couple of years, but I haven't made these cupcakes in it, so I'm just checking. So I 10 minutes, I peaked. They're very puffy. They're not even close to being done. So while your cupcakes are cooking, this is a great time to whip your cream. We want heavy whipping cream. We want it, um, you know, we don't want it runny. And especially if you make the actual, if you make it as a cake, you really want stiff whipped cream because otherwise, um, and you cannot, oh my gosh, I forgot to say this. You cannot use the canned kind of whipped cream. If you do, it will just melt and it will just, oh my gosh, one one time in college, I can't remember. I think my boyfriend's favorite cake was a German chocolate cake or maybe, 
Okay, maybe I made it for my husband. Anyway, I used the, um, you know, I used good whipped cream in a can. Is that an oxymoron? I'm not sure. But anyway, and you cannot do that. So I tried to do layers of the cake. And what happens is it just disintegrates. And then I had like a soupy, milky cake. It was disgusting. So you need to use actual heavy whipping cream, which is what I'm shaking, that is chilled. And we're going to do half a cup. No, yeah, half a cup of heavy cream whipping cream, whipping cream, and two tablespoons of um, powdered sugar. So, in it goes. That's a quarter cup and a half. And a teeny bit of vanilla. So I'll just put a little bit in there. And then we're gonna beat that. We want it pretty stiff. Don't beat it to butter, because that's not good. But you want it pretty stiff. And I didn't put powdered sugar in it. Oh, here we go. Okay, so when you get nice stiff whipped cream, you're gonna put it in the fridge. You want it chilled. You don't wanna leave that out because it will um, not be as stiff and you want chilled whipped cream. Okay. Oops, okay. They're coming out. Okay, these smell amazing. They spring back when you touch them in the center. So yeah, that's how you know if they're done. And we're gonna let these cool completely. So I have the whipped cream in the, um, I was gonna say oven. Let's hope I don't have it in the oven. Let's turn off my oven. And um, it's in the fridge, it's cooling. Um, and then I'm gonna make the frosting, but I don't wanna make the frosting yet. It's a frosting where um, it has melted chocolate and butter in it and you melt it all together and what you have, what happens is it gets to a spreadable consistency and then you want to spread it on your stuff. So if I make it now, it'll probably be too solid by the time I want to frost these. So these cupcakes are going to cool and then we'll get to frosting them and filling them with whipped cream. Oh my gosh, this is going to be amazing. Okay, so you want your cupcakes cold, not just cool so they're warm in the middle because we're going to fill them with whipped cream. If they are warm at all, that whipped cream is going to melt, which we don't want. So I would suggest after they, cool, they feel cool to the touch to put them in the refrigerator, you can cover them up and make sure they're thoroughly cool. Um, and once you do that, I am taking a small serrated knife. Um, I'm gonna cut kind of like a cone-shaped hole so that it's bigger at the top a little bit and then smaller at the bottom. I don't know, like a maybe not quite an inch wide hole, a diameter hole around the top. And I'm just gonna cut it out with a knife and there's gonna be a little cone-shaped piece of cupcake that comes out that, oh, gee, someone has to eat. Mm, oh my gosh, so yummy. Mm. And then we're going to do that to all of them, and that's where we're going to put the whipped cream. That's fun, right? You get a little taste of every cupcake. Yeah. Or maybe you wouldn't eat it, all the cones that you take out, but maybe I might. Yeah. Mm. This is really good. Really good. Just the cake by itself. I would just eat the cupcake. It's really hard for me not to keep eating it. All right, so we're going to make the icing now, and this icing's made maybe a little differently than some of them. Use cream, butter, and chocolate chips, and we're going to melt the uh, cream, butter, and chocolate chips. Get the chocolate chips all melted, and then we'll be whipping in the powdered sugar to make that nice and smooth, and then cooling it down till it's um, spreadable consistency. Then we'll frost the cupcakes, or if you're making it as a cake, you can frost the cake, and then you let it chill for an hour to let the frosting set up. And it gets, I mean, literally, you can peel it off. Oh my gosh, it's so good. Okay, so we're starting with half a cup of butter. 
and we're going to put this in a microwave safe uh, mixing bowl type thing. And I'm going to melt the butter first. I don't want to put chocolate chips in the microwave. I probably can, but it's very easy to burn chocolate. So the best thing I can do is melt the butter because if it gets a little hot, it's still fine. So we're going to go melt this butter and then we'll add the cream and chocolate chips and uh, mix that till it's smooth. Okay, so the butter's melted. I'm gonna add in the cream and we'll stir that in so that gets heated up as well. So everything's gonna be warm except the chocolate chips. I can put, you know, you can melt chocolate chips in the microwave. It's just, mm, I prefer to do it gently. You know, once you melt, once you get chocolate too hot, it's, it's not good. So um, it makes more sense for me to heat the liquid. All right, so I gave the uh, milk, I don't know, like 25, 30 seconds to heat up. Now it's all very warm. I'm just gonna dump the chocolate chips in and gently mix those in. And they're gonna melt pretty darn quickly. And then once it's all smooth, I can beat in the powdered sugar. Okay, so this mixture's pretty liquidy. It has, um, I was gonna say liquid milk, really? <laughs> yeah, it has liquid milk. So it's, it's, it's not frosting consistency at all. It's very um, liquid. And we're gonna add, but we got all the, there's no, eh, I can't talk. There's no unmelted bits of chocolate in here. It's not completely incorporated. It's all melted though. So it's a little bit more bits of chocolate and more or less, but they're all melty bits of chocolate. So I'm gonna add the powdered sugar. It's a cup and a quarter. Let me double check on that. A cup and a quarter of powdered sugar. And so we're gonna beat this. Um, they have you beat it over ice or the recipe says to beat it over ice. Sometimes that sets up pretty dang quick. So I'm not gonna do that. I'm just gonna beat it up, uh, beat it up, huh, beat it until it starts to get smooth. And, and um, my house is freezing, so I may not have to put this over ice. Okay, so my icing is liquidy, but it's smooth. There is no powdered sugar chunks, and that's what you want. And I'm gonna grab my cupcakes with the center taken out are cold. They're cold, cold. So I'm getting my whipped cream. I'm gonna put um, whipped cream. Fill them with whipped cream. Now, you can do this many ways. If you wanted to, you could pipe it in. So you can definitely pipe it. Like I said, you could use a small spoon. I'm using like a teaspoon. And you want it slightly below the level of the frosting. because I don't want to pick up whipped cream with the frosting when I'm frosting it. So I'm just, um, just doing like a half a tablespoon or so of whipped cream in there. Maybe slightly more, depending on the hole. Um, yeah, and that's how that's going. Okay, so all the cupcakes are filled smooth over the top a little bit, and then they go back in the... Fr I would put them in the freezer. And let them sit for a minute. My icing, which we made right at the start of this whole thing, is not even uh, set up yet. Yeah, it's still good. So we're going to just beat that right before we're going to use it, because it will harden. And I mean, that's what you want. You want that fudgy frosting. So we'll give those guys about mm, five to 10 minutes in the freezer. Let that whipped cream get a little harder. And not that it's, I whipped it pretty uh, thickly or hard or stiffly is what I'm trying to say badly. And then, um, and then we'll do the icing. Okay, so we're icing. The cupcakes are cold. They have a whipped cream filling in them, the thickly whipped whipped cream. And then I was gonna pipe them, but eh, then I'd have to clean out the piping bag. So really what works best for me is to take a decent sized spoonful and to um, plop it kind of on top of the cream cheese. That's not cream cheese, whipped cream a little bit so I can spread it around it, but not 
if you mound it heavily in the middle and then you just kind of spread it to the sides without breaching into the uh, whipped cream, it works better. And then I just kind of swirl it and I put cocoa nibs on it because I thought it looked very pretty. So that's what I did with mine. I did that with all of them. You're welcome to pipe them. Um, yeah, so let's taste this bad boy. All right, so here's our cupcake. I'm gonna take the paper off of it. Mm. The icing is um, pretty well set up. Mm, it's kind of fudgy because it's a butt cold. I keep saying that, I know it's cold in here. Um, now I cut into the cupcake. There's like a nice uh, center vein of whipped cream in there. Oh my gosh. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. Mm. Oh my gosh. Mm. have to stop making that sound. The cake is exceptional chocolate. It's sweet, but deep. It's not, it's not bitter. It's like a sweet, deep chocolate, which is just beautiful. The whipped cream and the fudgy icing is so beautiful with this cake. Dang it. This is the reason it's the perfect chocolate cake. Um, it is amazing. It's moist. It's rich. Um, granted, putting whipped cream in the middle is kind of a pain in the ass. You don't have to do that. It's still an amazing cake if you use the frosting and the cake mix um, or the cake recipe, but it is phenomenal with whipped cream. You could even put whipped cream, you know, you could even cut them in half and put whipped cream, whatever you want to do, or serve whipped cream with it. It's so good. Oh my gosh, it's so good. It's dense, it's moist, but it's not oily. It's just rich. Mmm. Dang. Mmm. Mmm. I, I want to keep eating it. Yum. Oh my gosh, it is so good. I'm going to sneeze. So you don't want to hear me sneeze. So hopefully you won't. This should be edited out. Okay, I'm not sneezing. Mm. Anyway, this icing will set up in the fridge. Oh my gosh. And it will become like fudge. So when you cut, if you have it as a cake, when you cut it, you could just pick up a piece of the icing and eat it. Because it is chocolate chips and butter. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Mm. I keep saying that. Damn, this is good. Mm. Mm. Okay, enough of you hearing me eat my cupcake because I can't stop eating it. Mm -hmm. Okay. <sighs> Thank you for joining me in the kitchen again. <laughs> I'm putting up with all this umming and yum and craziness. Oh my gosh. I Seriously, I can't stop eating it. I know I say that every time, but this is an amazing chocolate cake. I hope you make it. Thank you for spending your time in the kitchen with me. I hope you try this gluten-free bake that blows doors on every other bake. I mean, seriously, this is better than any chocolate cake you might have ever had. It is phenomenal. So I hope you try it. It's so, so good. It's not hard. If you want it easier, don't make the whipped cream filling. Um, cupcakes are easier than a three-layer cake. You can also make it as a 9 by 13 cake and just frost the whole thing, which is a lot quicker. Uh, you get to make some choices here that make it work for you. So our next bake is December, I was gonna say 11th. I'm lying because, hmm. All right, dang it. I do this every time. I went and I wrote down the date and then I, I think I wrote down the, the wrong date, didn't I? No, hang on. See, this is just crazy, right? Okay, I'm at the calendar. It's December 4th. Why did I say the 11th? Okay, it's December 4th. We are making something that's called an applesauce cake. I know, what? Why would someone want to eat it? Seriously, you do want to eat this. This is one of my absolute favorite cakes. I know I say that every time. I have some great recipes. So 
There's ways to make it seem more like a holiday cake. Oh my gosh, I love this cake. This is just a cake I could eat. I could make it every week and, and eat it. So, okay, I'm breathless. Take a breath. Okay, too much chocolate, and I'm thinking about the other half of that cupcake. Thank you, my friends, for joining me in the kitchen once again. I hope that you feel confident. I hope that you're excited to bake gluten-free. I hope you're inspired, and I hope you're getting some help. That's the whole point, is I'm here to cheer you on, to give you recipes that work, and to show you how to do it. So have fun in the kitchen, and I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.